I just I just like to have you know so many things you feel like you have to be on the spot and you have to do this fancy intro and I because I do this by myself I don't have any fancy intros I just feel like just having conversations yeah all right well that's the most fun part welcome to our conversation welcome to our conversation <laughs> You're just turning yes. in <laughs> my, my conversation with Pamela Ribbon how are you I'm good thank you how are you today Good. I don't know if a lot of people will know you by name. No. I found out. <laughs> no, I, I found out about you. No, most would not know me by name. <laughs> but most will know you by your work. Uh, you know, you've written for Moana. Mm -hmm. You've written uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, I believe, mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. um, but what I found you from was a very lovely comic book named My Boyfriend is a Bear. Oh, yes. Thank you. I, I remember seeing that pop up uh online and i instantly i didn't even read the synopsis i saw the cover i saw the title and record just bye not only to think about it bye <laughs> and it lived up to it it is a hilarious book thank you uh, it's one of my favorites i absolutely love it w what where did that idea come from um well life <laughs> <laughs> so you did date a bear it's true yeah i started to have the sneaking <laughs> suspicion that i was dating a bear and it um i was having lunch with charlie chu who at the time was the editor of oni press but we knew each mm -hmm. other from roller derby where we were both uh photographers and i was a skater and uh we got to talking there was a script of mine he was a little interested in but i was doing stuff with it at the time and i said i do think i might have just started dating a bear though and he was like <laughs> go on i am listening and i was just explaining mm -hmm. you know this this guy i have to hide all my good snacks and sometimes he like puts his jacket on a tree <laughs> just <laughs> things just things where i was like what like, he only opens boxes from the top and i was mm -hmm. like i don't know and then he also didn't live here so he traveled a bit and whenever he was gone it was very very quiet and it felt like um, he also was just maybe going to be pulled away for work for a long time. And that felt mm. like hibernation. And so I wrote a letter to Oni as if I were Nora. Like every word of this is true. Uh, I'm dating 400 pound American black bear is how it started. And um, here's how it's been going. And that uh, that was the book proposal that became so my boyfriend is a bear, or my boyfriend is a bear. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's absolutely nuts that you actually connected those two to be to have him be a bear yeah. what like is that kind of something that just wrote itself or did you is everything in there kind of a play on some of the things you had in the relationship a lot of it is yes there, there are parallels to dating someone who uh who you know he was kind of mysterious and quiet and so that's why mm -hmm. bear doesn't speak and you know he's a he's a real bear and because I was dating someone after going through a lot of painful relationships, my friends were a little nervous about this guy who on paper is not really like, oh, so he doesn't live here. You don't exactly understand his job. He has a storage mm -hmm. unit, but not an apartment. He just got here from Sweden. Like nobody, yeah. everybody was like red flags all over the place. And uh, yeah, he was a bit of a, a nomad wanderer when I had found him. And he um, decided to try and get a job here for a little while to see what it was like to date. So even that felt like everything was so temporary, but that made the two of us really appreciate the time we had together. So all of that kind of went into Nora's story. I was sewing a lot at the time. The Nora's job is a job my mom had for a bit. Mm -hmm. I just kind of took what all was happening at the end of my 
um, sad single <laughs> early 30s and uh, put into this. <laughs> Well, but it, I'm not going to yeah, tell that's... you what's 100% true. <laughs> oh, of course not. But it's, it's fun now. I'm going to go privilege. read back. <laughs> yeah. And now that we're, we're turning it into a film, into a live action film, that's been fun. I mean, it's been a very long tale. I first wrote My Boyfriend is a Baron. <laughs> See, it came out. When did it come out? What year is it? <laughs> uh, it's 2021. I think it came out in 2018 I, or 2019. I think you're right. I think it came out in 2018. And I think I wrote it in 2011, 2010 or 2011. Oh, wow. um, yeah, 2011 sounds right. And then, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so now as we're adapting it for a big giant movie screen, you know, it's it's interesting adapting. Like people have really gotten into bears and like the cuddling it, like, mm, I was a little ahead of my time. And now it's like bears, right? Everybody's, now it's a thing. yeah, they've thrown those foxes aside. <laughs> they don't care. What does the fox say? They want to know <laughs> what's that bear doing? Um, yeah. And also I was living, um, I was living in East Los Angeles. I had already been working on my boyfriend as a bear when Meatball the Bears became kind of famous in our area. He came down from, because of the wildfires and was wandering mm -hmm. around um, people's backyards and getting their Costco meatballs out of the freezer. And so everybody started calling him meatball. And he had a very, he was, you know, it was early Twitter. So he was like an early Twitter sensation. And ultimately people raised money for meatball. And he now lives at the lions and tigers and bears animal sanctuary. Um, oh. So, cause, cause he had gotten too close to people for too long and was just going to keep coming back here. He's not a danger, but he was in danger, you know? Well, he was a danger to meatballs. He was a huge <laughs> threat to your Costco storage section of your. I wonder why. Garage. I wonder why just meatballs though. I just I think that was his else? favorite. I think it was his favorite. Like uh, they definitely knew he was going for the meatballs. I mean, it's not like he's select. Bears are not selective. <laughs> <laughs> Take what I can get. Yes, they're looking. I know. Also, at the time, I was writing. Um, well, I, when I, I was working on Moana pretty soon after that. And then we had been brought in to help consult on the Disney nature show, a movie called bears. And it was about mm -hmm. a mother bear and trying to survive like the first year of keeping her cubs alive while making sure she eats enough to make it to hibernation to keep her cubs um, alive. And uh, at the time I'd had a one-year-old. And so the, <laughs> the filmmakers were like, you seem to know a lot specifically <laughs> about a mother bear and bears and lactation and cubs. And I was like, I've been living this life. <laughs> so I started working on, on bears. I oddly just, yes, I know a lot about them and they're fascinating and wonderful. And they, I, they're great. Brown. I mean, I, I don't actually know too much about grizzlies. I will say I'm, I'm pretty dedicated to the, to the, black bear the domesticated semi-domesticated <laughs> california slash alaskan black bear do you feel like you can domesticate a bear now with all your knowledge no in no way i would not want to i i they, i don't like they we are dangerous to them mm -hmm. so no 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 they won't take like that a fed bear is a dead bear they say that's what they teach little kids because if you really if the bear starts to think we're cool the bear comes down and is you know He's gonna get hurt. We have cars. Yeah. They don't have cars yeah. up there. And also, but they're big. They can they can stop the car. Well, I mean, you know, 
there's hunters, there's, there's people who, you know, just want to take a nap on a bear rug. (laughs) So that's true. Yeah. They're better off away from us, but we live in their, on their turf. That's true. Did you think we were going to talk about bears nearly this much? No, I, I want to just keep going on. Bearcast. <laughs> Great. That's right. <laughs> the Grawcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, now we'll just chime in. Hey, Paddington, what do you have to say about this? <laughs> Paddington um, 2, a perfect film. Oh, my God. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. This I just watched it recently. Well, it is. Yeah. And now it is I love it. Uh, statistically the, the most yes. important perfect film of all time. I'm See telling you later, you. Citizen Kane. Yeah, that's right. See you later. Rosebud. What are you even talking about? Have you seen Paddington's, his yeah. want, his want at the end of act one as a, as a screenwriter, as a filmmaker, it's so perfect when he's in the like, first one or the second in the one? second one that he's like, oh, yeah. I just want to show her the things she hasn't seen yet. This book. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just perfect. You are on his side immediately. And you're like, he needs, he needs this. Paddington needs this. That's amazing. Get the man his book. <laughs> get the man. He needs to get, get it to his auntie. Get the bear's book. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's impressive. Have you ever been that invested in a book? Like that's a want, right? People are like, well, the bear right? wants a book. And you're like, I don't know. And there it is. No, Hugh Grant has other plans for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's crazy how they went from, you know. I've heard how great it was. I watched part one. I said, you know, that was a nice movie. Now to watch part two, which is apparently the perfect film. And I watched it. And it wasn't that I was watching it with those glasses of the perfect film. I just watched it. Got, I tried to get my daughter to watch it. She didn't care. I said, that's fine. I'll watch it by myself. And I got to the end of it and I said, holy crap. It, it was perfect. <laughs> but they escalated it too. Or I feel yeah. like part one, aside from the talking bear, was plausible. You know, someone wants to s- stuff the bear because he's rare and he's talking and all that kind of stuff. But the second one just takes it to another level. You know, this family's jumping off trains, mm-hmm. everything that's going on. Evil guy looking for treasure. It's, mm-hmm. Every- really jumped it there. <laughs> Everyone arcs. It's just beautiful. It <laughs> exactly. is. It's really, and it's gorgeous. It's also just like you... Yes, you stop thinking about, oh, I was watching a movie and you actually get to feel like you're just in the movie marveling yeah. with everything. It's wonderful. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, after actually, as soon as I was done, for the first time ever in my life, I tried and bought a jar of marmalade. <laughs> How was it? I'm almost done it. I've It's delicious. I love it. I've <laughs> never had any sort of jam or spread. What? This is the first. Yeah, I, I've, I've I've always been against, I've never been a fan of jam. And it's just me looking at it and thinking, I don't like that. Um, and then, you know, I found out the marmalade was made out of oranges. I'm like, okay, well, I like oranges. So <laughs> I, I spread that. And yeah, I've tried it, tried it just on just bread, mm-hmm. uh, then toasted with butter, and then n- not toasted with butter. I, I'll have it anyway. And it, Okay, yeah. wait, but does this mean... You've never had like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or you think of jam as a completely different viscosity situation. I've never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, is that what (laughs) I, is that like, do you have future goals now to move out and branch out past because marmalade, you started on an odd one. Yeah. Yeah. My, my wife loves uh, jelly. So um, (laughs) I'm going to. You said that like you were mortified. You're like, my wife loves jelly. Like, I feel like you're still not okay with it in your heart <laughs> i think i was no i think in my head i was just thinking wait is it jelly or is it something else 
but it, yes, it's it's a type of spread, uh, which I will try. Okay. Raspberry, all jellies, raspberry, right? No, wait, yeah. you're like okay. grape. Usually, it's a grape. There's a strawberry. Okay, I'm pretty sure she has the raspberry. Okay, so I'll try that one. Can I uh, can I give you a suggestion? Yeah, go. <laughs> go to yeah. a go to a diner. Go to like a mm-hmm. like your. I love this crappy coffee and French fries diner. Grab the mm-hmm. jelly tray so that you have like four different types of jams and jellies. Get mm-hmm. some toast, some and maybe even a toasted English muffin so you can try rye toast because everything, oh my gosh, it's like I'm talking to Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> everything is going to taste different depending on what you're putting it on. A scone. So you haven't had a scone. Do you? Do you like honey? Are you talking about spreads in general? What about marshmallow fluff? Oh my gosh, this is incredible. Well, this this has drifted to somewhere else. Um, <laughs> so the next one on my list was actually apricot. Wow. Because this is, you're, you're just calling it outlier taste testing. <laughs> next you're like, and then I did Vegemite because I just thought like, why not do that last? Well, I love that. I'm going off the fruits that I like, right? Okay. Orange, I love apricot. So I just... Figure that's natural. Yeah, if you love apricots, that is. I just I've never heard anyone ever say I love apricots, ever my whole life. Never. No. Wow. How did I don't oh, even I know them. when are apricots in season? When would I get oh, a great I, I, I apricot? Can't tell you that. <laughs> I can't tell you that. Are you getting I them at the like store probably. by the handful? Yeah. When do you go kn- to the grocery store? I don't know. When do you know an apricot's ready to eat? When they have, oh, when they're ready to eat, uh, a little bit, not too hard, but not too squishy. Like an avocado? Yeah. Okay. Do you like guacamole? I, I say, I don't get it on anything. I've never, but I never, also have never tried it. So I guess it's not fair to say I don't like it. See, haven't had avocado toast where you like smear squishy avocado onto some toast and put like a couple radish slices on it and some salt and a little little bit of lemon gonna blow your mind you obviously have not been to los angeles (laughs) in the past three years where it's mandatory to have avocado toast before noon oh really i know my (laughs) wife makes it i know she loves the hell out of it i've never tried it because it's just been oh no i don't eat avocado but i used to be a lot pickier i've changed I used to be a lot bigger. You just wander by foods, look at it, judge, and never try it. And you have a child in the house. That's when I changed. Mm -hmm. As soon as the child came in, it's, you know, whatever's on the plate, eating it. If I don't like it, it's not a, it's not a discussion of it. It's like, yeah, it's not my favorite. I'll, I'll put it in my food, but it's not my favorite. (laughs) But yeah, it's, she's gotten my picky jeans. It's, there's not a lot of stuff being eaten there. (laughs) We got your pizza. We got your chicken nuggets. We got your pasta. Oh Which gosh. one's it going to be? Wow. Well, okay. I didn't know that. Starting with that makes me understand. You're also like, what is soup? I don't know. <laughs> I like soup. Mm-hmm. I like soup. Okay. Soup's good. <laughs> but I'm a simple soup guy. Chicken noodle, Italian wedding. Which is... I have a Portuguese... Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're judging me on my soup. I'm not judging you at all. I'm excited for you because there's a whole world okay. out there of tastes and things to try isn't that neat you have so many things to try so am i okay to go to apricot next or do you yeah. have another suggestion? no follow your heart yeah, absolutely it's just you know like you've fed a kid so you know you're like you start bland and then we'll start just like mm, and then here this is a chicken nugget with ketchup right <laughs> but you're going you're going like give me kiwi and i i think it's great see some things though i like the taste of like for example kiwi i'll drink it 
I'll drink like it in a flavored drink, mm-hmm. but you know, just having the fruit by itself. No, I think I've had kiwi actually. Take that back. <laughs> but there's, a, well, I love the smell of coconut, but I don't like the taste of coconut. I do want that's you, a better example. I, okay, I understand that one. I, I, well, that's also could be texture. You're a texture avoidant person. I just want you to know that this yes, podcast has just hit number one in the bear market. Great. Just with this, help me get it. Up this there. is the most bear friendly episode of anything I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're sitting in there. They're just sitting down. Wait, are they hibernating right now? Mm-mm-mm. No, isn't okay, it so May? Yeah, no. they're up. They're getting ready. To, they're skinny. I, I the, they're super. You're the bear expert. <laughs> they're some the bear expert. They're super skinny, and uh, mm-hmm. they're just starting getting. They're going to get fat up, fattened up. Um, in the Alaskan park. Uh, Oh, it begins with a K and I'll remember it in a second. Um, but I'm just on the spot and forgetting, but every, every summer they do fat bear week and their bears mm-hmm. have been fattening up all, all summer and they um, do a bracket and you get to pick the chonkiest of all the bears. Um, it's great. And you really oh. get invested. So fat bear week at K- Kamai national park. Um, I feel terrible that I can't remember the name of it, but it, our big, wonderful Alaskan park filled with bears good big that giant awesome. bears yes anyway when you, when you say you you pick it in a bracket though mm-hmm. what, like to, to do what with it's just kind of to crown the like ultimate fat team? bear yeah yeah like a fantasy okay. team and we vote so the the park rangers do a little like hey this is you know buster and buster's weighing in it buster or this is sally and she's got a cub mm-hmm. so keep that in mind like she's actually eating for two and because it's it's really hard to your cubs will stay with you for the first year and so you've got to take care of them, make sure that they're fed, make sure that you're eating enough to be making enough milk to keep those bears alive. And then also eating enough that you can survive hibernation. It's really, really tough because bears are competitive with each other for mm-hmm. food and there's alpha bears and, you know, they have- They don't share? Hmm? They don't, they don't well, share. they 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 kind of like gang up with each other and understand a hierarchy and make a little group. But it's kind of every bear from- his or herself um until they're like okay you're cool you can hang over here protect the left well what about when they're in the family when it's a family dynamic though they're they help out no family right no where's that dude i don't know he's gone but so they're it's the mom with the bears and then with the babies and then i think the Mm -hmm. the male bears are just doing their thing it's not really a hunter gathering thing you just sort of eat on the run where are you going to put it you don't have pockets you just eat what you find (laughs) every day and you hope there's so there's like let's say like a um like a waterfall where the salmon are swimming upstream this is where they're Mm -hmm. all like that's where that's where the great eating is so they all are migrating the same path through the waters through those sandy beaches up to great falls and then you Mm -hmm. want a really good position like any fisherman you were like here's where i'm sturdy here's where i just basically open my mouth and fish fall into it and i eat and, you know, someone else is like, it's yeah, it's a buffet. And so some big bears, yeah. like, I want that spot. I'm a big giant bear. And so that's my spot. And that's, that's where bears get competitive. Wow. Learning <laughs> the bear cast. Welcome. I, I did not know any of that. I have a BFA in acting. I, I don't even have a minor in bears. So please uh, double check any research I'm giving you. I've just read a lot of stuff. Some of it. Please let me know if I'm yeah, wrong. You're just- Katmai, Katmai National Park, Katmai National Park in Alaska. Ironically, it's a cat about bears. 
<laughs> and and your, the artist on your book was cat ferris uh, oh there you, go. there you go more cats and then a cat is a very important part of nora's and bear's um relationship not so but you have to read the book to find out you have to read the book to find out uh before we went off to this tangent of amazing bear facts sure. and and jams and spreads <laughs> what i wanted to i wanted to ask you about the movie mm-hmm. how was the, you you said it's been you know some development how is that going because uh, you know i was excited when you said when you said that there was going to be a movie are you following the same are you following the story are you switching it up a little bit what can you say about it i don't uh, well i'm following the story as much as okay. um as much as one does in an adaptation, like you're not like, what is this? It doesn't start as a sequel or anything like that. Um, Oh, of course. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we had to um, hold on for a second because nobody was making anything for a little bit. So, uh, but now we're back in the swing and it's been pretty exciting. There's things are happening. And so I hope we get to make it, make it, Um, you know, it just takes one big giant yes. And then it's all going to go. Uh, so I don't want, I can't, who knows? It's also so early that I, no matter where the script is right now and what's happening with the script and who's involved with the script, I can't tell you what the movie's going to look like yet. We haven't made it. I did. That's why I didn't know yeah. what, what stages you were at. No, yeah. we haven't filmed anything okay. yet, but we do have things and people and <laughs> exciting, interesting, fun people. What's been really great about the movie is when someone joins and says, I want it. I want to do this too. You can just see, like you said, like you said, I saw my boyfriend as a bear and I hit by now. And I think that's really yeah. the story of this, this love story and this comedy. You're either like, you get it right away and you're like, this is for me and I'm all about it and I'm into it and I love it. Or there's a moment or there's some people who are like, I don't want, I, what is, I have questions. And that luckily, if someone who starts with hesitations and questions lets curiosity uh, win, they, mm-hmm. they tend to be in love with it too. But if you stay on the outside of it the whole time judging, you just really miss yeah. out. Like you never know the power of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, you're going to, have you tried Nutella? <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's not be crazy here. Yes. Okay. I, I like Nutella when I was younger was my blood. That's, oh, well, there you go. That's how I survive. That's usually a, I, a gateway I, spread, I believe. So you're fine with I, hazelnut. I, you have an odd acceptable flavor palette, I have to say. <laughs> but my mother-in-law for the longest time, I love Nutella so much that every Christmas would always give me a jar of Nutella. That's great. Always. You are kind of a but Paddington. Yeah. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Portuguese Paddington. Yes. Uh, it, it was a staple though. And growing up, it was always Nutella and, you know, had it on bread, toast, fold it up, put it in a Portuguese bun. All there's no wrong way. Mm. There's Nutella just great. Yeah. Recently, uh, my wife actually just did, um, she, I, I just finished making my sandwich, uh, my marmalade sandwich. She came out wanting some ice cream. She looked at both and said, why aren't we, why aren't we putting that in the ice cream? I don't know. And she slapped it on. I tried it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could not believe it. It turns out it's an actual thing, but we didn't read it anywhere. We just saw the tune. Like, let's let's just put that together. I think you married you a bear. That? He married a bear. My bear, when, when we were first dating, we were he was like, I'd like some pancakes. And then he was like, what would I like in these pancakes? Everything. Let's find out the best kind of pancakes. So we went and got Reese's peanut butter like Reese's pieces and like if it could fold into some 
basically if you would think about putting it in a cookie we put it in these pancakes and then also fruit wow. so we had like savory and sweet savory and sweet um we tried cheese just anything and uh that is how we learned that reese's pieces in a pancake pretty darn good reese's pieces is pretty darn good i i, I don't think you can put it in something and not be good you're trying to find it now i'm thinking it's sushi <laughs> yeah Okay. I don't think you, okay. Any sort of candy you can't put in sushi. Let's just say, let's just say that. Uh, well, I mean, um, unagi, like the sauce on unagi is pretty sweet. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't eat sushi. So well, yes. That's how you know you're not a bear. That's mostly <laughs> what they eat. Is it now? <laughs> sushi. Well, 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 sorry, fish. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I, I just imagine, I just imagine a bear with chopsticks mm -hmm. just chewing that up. Yeah. But they may, yeah, they can really more scoop, but yes. Yes, they have good claws. They do. Um, last thing I wanted to just, I, I, and I know you can't say anything about it yet uh, with the movie, mm. was what are you aiming for? CG or some type of weird, obviously can't be live action, but yeah. some type of thing. Like, are you, do you have something in mind for that? Or where do you think you're going to go when it comes to Mr. Bear? James Marsden in a costume? Like, Yeah, mostly what we're doing right now is is working on how, how much CG and how much bear suit or how, how do we bring bear to life in a way where you mm -hmm. completely um, just, you buy it and you love it. And so mm -hmm. um, my co-director is a visual effects artist. And so we're, we're just, we're going through a bunch of options right now. We're doing a lot of tests. So you, if you, in a perfect world where you could do anything with the movie, I assume you want it to be a real bear. No, you mean like a, no. like a body bear that walks around? I don't want to, no, listen. In a, in a perfect, no. if there's no, there's no risk, there's no risk, No. There, everything's okay. Here's what I want. He's completely I domesticated. I do not want to give a bear notes. I just don't. Like, you know how hard it is to get a note as a person? I don't know that a bear wants it. And I'm not into the, you know, circus animals and things like that. These are, these are animals. These are animals who deserve to be free. This bear, Nora's bear is a special animal. And, you know, you, he's not Paddington or Ted or Pooh Bear. And so because of that, um, you know, he's got his own unique situation, but he has a, a soul. And because of that, um, you know, he's best, he's best seen through Nora's eyes for us to understand. And, I, and having a, have a real animal walk around a set, I think is, is the opposite of what Nora and Bear's love is all about, honestly. Like it's about his that's freedom. Fair. Yeah. That's fair. So, but it's we're okay to trap a digital mm. character in there. Yes, he's got no feelings. The AI will take over. I mean, do you still sit? Do you stay up at night worried about Wally? I do. <laughs> you, you're lucky that we're in the middle of a move, and my Wally Lego figure is packed up because <laughs> I will show you those eyes, and you know you will worry about him. Well, see, you worry about him. So you, so that's my that's my point. Like you actually can feel that way about a bear but not have to go like, oh, what did they do to that real bear to make me believe that That's bear fair. was scared? That's fair to think about the bear that way. Mm, well, it's humane, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I didn't mean it in any way to 
cause harm to animals, of course. No, I'm just saying, well, when I was doing research, yeah, yeah. Um, make, I did call the bear point, sanctuary. Though. I called the animal sanctuary to talk about mm-hmm. uh, bear behavior. And at one point I was asking, you know how bear in the book gets pretty handy with tools yeah. and helps Nora around her apartment. I love that. And when he does the shelf. He makes a little shelf. And <laughs> yeah, he's just, yeah. he's just handy because he's, he's a, mm-hmm. you know, I read that you know, bears are problem solvers and, and they have good memories and they figure things out. They do like, they understand, Oh, I open this box and meatballs are inside. And mm. I said something about what I asked her, what kind of tool would a bear use most easily? And she said, they're not monkeys. And I said, no, I understand that. And she was, well, I don't, some of the questions you make it seem like that bear is giving a gift to someone. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm, don't worry about that part. <laughs> I'm just asking, would he like a hammer or is he more of a like, like a teeter totter kind of animal? Answer the best of your ability. Just answer the question the best just way you can. First thing out of your mind. Don't overthink it. Just tell me, does a bear, does a bear know how to use a level? <laughs> um, so yeah, it was, you know, bears don't really have a grippy thumb. So our, our bear is going to be, because he's handy with a spatula and stuff. Our bear is, is is watching human behavior and trying to assimilate, um, which I guess is another reason to explain to you why it's not for animation to animate the whole movie. You just wouldn't feel, I just don't think you'd feel the same amount of wonder because she'd be living in an animated world where anything could happen. He's, he's got to be in hers where we can't believe this is as, as wonderful as it is. That's true. Yeah. I th- and I think my only thing with animation is that, you know, there's some CG where you could see it and it's just, it doesn't feel right. You know, mm-hmm. Paddington feels great. Like you can see it in in his face and his fur and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's possible, right? It's just, I just worry that it, there's that chance that it will feel a little lifeless. Yeah. But I don't think with you involved that that would be a problem. It's definitely like the most important part of, of getting the movie right is that you you totally believe this bear is a bear and, and it's the, it's the hardest part. It's the challenge of the mm-hmm. film to, to, to bring bear to this world. Yeah. And it's in the title, right? Like without bear, you have nothing. Without bear, Nora can't have her journey and bear can't have his, like, you know, they learn a lot from each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you always plan on turning it into a, a movie when you wrote it? Or just kind <laughs> no, of no, no. I, how would I, I just didn't. I meant like, did you think, you know, Hey, you fit you, you know, last page you handed it in, you go, shit, this, this might make a good movie. No. And I hadn't, uh, I hadn't even started working on Moana yet. So I, I was working in television at the time and mm-hmm. I hadn't really moved into a feature space or, or thought about movies in this scope really. Um, and it wasn't until I was working on Moana at the time when, when Oni and my manager started saying, you know, I do, my agent was like, I feel like you can adapt this into something and um yeah and they they really started pushing my brain to think what, what would be the most exciting way to do it what would what would be fascinating mm-hmm. and it was interesting you know when the book first went around in 2018 people were like i what do you mean a movie and then i'd get on the phone with them and tell them and they're like i want to see this movie <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's it's um it's been it's been a lot of fun watching who who like completely falls in love with with bear too it's been nice that and so much of that yeah. has to do with cat's art by the way too like the way that she gives bear his his um sweetness and his comedy and the way that he snuggles with nora like you really do feel 
that this is a true relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, the there's nothing to um to dismiss uh Kat's work like that her design work on it is also like while I did fall in love with the title seeing with me with a lot of graphic novels and comics I do judge a book by its cover you know I see the cover that's the art mm. and that draws me in right away and then I gotta I gotta see more so yeah the artwork in there is absolutely gorgeous yeah um so did you ever when you were talking about when you made, created Nora did you think about yourself or could you picture somebody do you picture somebody else like a famous actress or no not a famous actress in your mind when you're when you're imagining her my friend nora would like you to like me to tell you right now that i said to her i'm working on something i named after you because she's really got a hard time dating (laughs) but you know uh nora had a lot of my own like frustrations and but i mean i was speaking of jam, I was skating roller derby at the time. And, you know, I was around a lot of single people who were in the dating scene. And so I just had heard a lot about dating in Los Angeles. And so she's, you know, her stories are a bit of a composite with my friends and and people I love who I feel, I, you know, sometimes I'm quite grateful that they're as picky about their hearts as you are about food. (laughs) That's that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, yeah. it's good to be picky. It sometimes. keeps you alive longer, and you know what you like <laughs> when you like it. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you get to explore later when you realize that you're just a picky baby, and you can try some other things. Yeah, when you're in a safe place to try new things. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Do you think that um, you'll ever revisit this world uh, in book form again? That's a great question. I bet if we, if this film comes out, my child you know, would like me to continue the story so that you know why I have a cub. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. Would you do that? Would you implement like things that your daughter did into a cub? Well, I mean, yeah, I suppose, m- m- dear reader, I married that bear, but I suppose we also went yeah. about creating a family a little uh, differently than, than people traditionally yes. do. Um, of and course, so, you think so, well, I don't just mean Nora and Bear. I mean, like we decided to have a kid before we ever talked about getting married. Like that wasn't, oh, okay. you know, that conventional path. We just never really picked a conventional path for the for our relationship, which started because he really genuinely might have had to have moved to a different country at any point. Mm-hmm. So things take on a, a different kind of immediacy or importance. Um, but then, you know. He had to get a little domestic. He had to domesticate a bit in order to <laughs> raise a cub. You know, he had, he went, it, like, he got an SUV and was like, what on earth have I done? You know, watching, watching him like uh, become a home bear has been interesting. Was he a sports car kind of bear before? No, he was a no car kind of bear before. Oh, okay. Just just walking off into wilderness, yeah. finding his way around. Absolutely. Preferred planes, you know, just preferred, like, if he was getting on a, some sort of method of transportation. It was taking him across several time zones. Otherwise, you know, you can probably walk it. <laughs> probably, right? Yeah. And find some food along the way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, Pamela, thank you so much for taking the time to <laughs> talk with me today. It's been a blast. <laughs> thank <honestly>. you. Honestly, <laughs> one of my favorite talks so far. Um, I, I, you know, when I saw it, I was like, what am I going to nerd out about? And then I, I guess <laughs> we found it. <laughs> Yeah, usually I like to find out first so I can kind of work it in a little bit naturally. But this was this was the most natural way I possible. I was not planning on talking about <laughs> yeah. 
any of that no. stuff, to be honest. <laughs> I just came home from work and I and I obviously I knew we had to talk and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna wing it. Yeah. And did not disappoint. Yeah. Not at all. Me, thank you. I've had so much fun. I will I will plug a couple of things. Is that okay? Of course, so, please. I will be putting it in the descriptions and great. promoting all your stuff as well. Don't worry. Great. Well, then uh, here. So my boyfriend is a bear. My boyfriend is a bear is available wherever you buy books and your local comic book shop will get it for you. Um, it is also available digitally and in a couple of languages as well, if that's how you prefer to read your books. Uh, and it, in Minovio uh, es un oso is one of the oh. ways that you can get it. Um, and then um, my roller derby comic Slam that I co-created with Veronica Fish, I'm currently adapting into a series for HBO Max, an animated series. And I have a podcast too called Listen to Sassy, where my friends and I, my Canadian friends and I, um, Go issue by issue through Sassy Magazine. So if you are a person of a certain age or you're super into 90s culture, um, come on over where we genuinely get back into it. We're basically writing on our notebooks again. And I keep buying Doc Martens. <laughs> I'm turning into my 13-year-old self day by day. So uh, that's where you can find me and all my, and I'm on Twitter, you know, per law. <laughs> of course, you have to be to, to promote any of those things. Right. Uh, yeah, all all of those links I'll I'll put in the notes for this episode. Thank you. Um, your podcast, you guys are talking. You, you're so you're writing everything down. Uh, do you actually have are you actually writing it down on your notepads? I just mean you know how you write on your books when you're in the seventh grade, eighth grade, and your oh, notebooks yeah, yeah. are covered in all your doodles. That's basically what we're doing. But we're we're going issue by issue for Sassy Magazine. Every article, every tidbit, um, pop culture and fashion, and the articles. Um, you know, which were pretty um, controversial and timely at the, you know, it was, it was a pretty controversial magazine at the time. And I, it genuinely made a, a generation of, of writers and artists. So we're, we're grateful to Sassy and going back and, and finding out how it holds up. So that's listen to sassy.com is where you can find everything. Wow, you guys nailed. Oh, sorry. I thought you nailed sassy.com, but it's listen to sassy. It's listen to sassy. Okay. Yes. Because if you got sassy.com, that's that's a domain that's I have, top of the list. I have pammy.com. I have a five letter. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's how long I've been on the internet. <laughs> oh, I remember the dial up days. Yes. Yes. I remember the dial up days too much. <laughs> Before before we go on another tangent, thank you, thank you again for your <laughs> sure. time. Sure, sorry. <laughs> and uh, the, hopefully we can save that for part two, okay. and we can do this again. Yes, when the movie is is being made, we can check in. This is we'll nerd out yes. about bear. Great. Yes, more bears. Thank you so much. And I'll check in with you about my uh, jams. Yes, that's right. And then when Slam comes out, we can talk about those jams, roller derby jams. Yeah. yeah, and I'll start going to roller derbies. Awesome. You're influencing my life now. This great, is great. Thanks. That's all I've ever wanted. It's a weird time to tell Perfect. you, but I've spent my whole life waiting for this. <laughs> go try something. Okay. Go try something strawberry today. <laughs> well, I love strawberries. There you go. Get, I love get a jam, man. It's great. Strawberry jam it is. My, I, I need a new jam. Yeah. I got to get a sample. That back. is, oh, on some again. vanilla ice cream. Get some strawberry jam, put on your vanilla ice cream with a little bit of like Bisquick, like a scone and make yourself a cobbler. That's how you try that jam. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love cobblers. There you go. I love them. Great. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thank I got to go. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.